When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Lads to Dads. I was going to do the old, and another episode of Lads to Dads. I'm Ben. And I'm Matt. How are you, Matt? I'm good, thanks. I've, I've literally gone a different route there, haven't I? Normally, big it up a little bit, but I've shot straight in. Yeah. And you weren't ready. No, sorry. Yeah. Are you ready now? Yeah. Do you want me to go again? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lads to Dads. <laughs> Does sound like an auctioneer? Yeah. No. Anyway, new episode, new rules. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Obviously, we had uh, our last episode. We uh, we put out quite a while ago. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and things have been hard, but we're moving on. We're pushing on. We're getting things back on track. Yes. The boys are back in town. Yeah. And that's when you'll edit in some music that goes, the boys, are, you know, that bit. Yeah. Um, to be fair. To be fair. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a little thing that just blows my mind every time. You know, Finn Lizzie, who did that, that track? Who? Finn Lizzy, who did that song, Boys Back in Town. Is that you call my sister before she got fat? <laughs> and I think, I'm sure it's them, and they did Whiskey in the Jar and all that lot. They're from Ireland. Yeah. I thought they were American. Like they Do look- you know, are, are you got Irish blood in you or anything like that? No, I've just got family in Ireland. I know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we went away? Oh, my fucking God. Anyone who's Irish, I'd tell If them. you ever meet Matt out and about, right, and, you know, if you see us doing videos, or anything, just ask Matt if he's, let's say that you've got family in Ireland, and then just sit there for the next three hours and let him tell you about his fucking family tree. The thing is, I I like to relate to people. You know, when I, when I talk to him, I like to relate to him. It's how to yeah. win friends and influence people. You mm. know, I like to, like to try and, you know... Relate to them, have a have a conversation where we we're both on the same wavelength. But what yeah. ends up happening is I just talk at them and yeah. talk and talk. And you do, you yeah. grind them down. <laughs> yeah. But you don't go. You do that. You find the weakest in the group. <laughs> so I'm like a hyena. Yeah. You wait for the weak one, and you know yeah. that there's no escape. He has to listen to your story, yeah. and you feel better. I look and go. He looks like he's got a kind face. Yeah. He'd never say no. And you trap him at the bar. You got yeah. one, out and you go. You won't let him pass. He's like, I'm yeah. just him to the toilet. You don't need one, mate. You don't, do you know that they they actually call toilets water closets, and then that's it. It's gone. I'm I'm Gosh, into I'm into in, Faxville. Uh, Faxville. <laughs> yeah. That's where you live in it. There's no way they can escape after that. Well, I want to I want to briefly talk about something that you mentioned off air. Yeah, uh, you were in the in the Decentraland last night, right? So yeah, and, I, and, and I think you, you a duty <sighs> of care, right, to our listeners. Um, they, they need to know the full story of... So, uh, this is another thing that, you know, we were saying, like, I just talk at people and borrow and stuff. Yep, got it. I was out with my other friend um, right. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, we went for some pizza and that, um, and then I went back to his house and watched Ready Player One. It wasn't a date or anything. We just yeah. did that. Okay. Um, and then um, he, he, he actually took me there to watch that film because I bored him to death so much about the metaverse mm. throughout the whole thing. I could actually see his face. Like, yeah. uh, he yawned four or five times and didn't hide it. You know, sometimes when you're like, you're talking. He got, he got that far into it. He mm. was like, I'm going to have to start giving him some symbols. Yeah, whereas it's usually if you're yawning, you're really bored. You sort of do the thing where you try and keep your jaw together and then your eyes go a bit funny and you, people can still tell. Yeah, you look like you're having some sort of seizure. Yeah, you do that. 
and then you just carry on. You sort of when they're looking away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't do that. He just went, oh, oh, <laughs> fucking shut up. <laughs> oh, this is fucking boring. But you and kept going. Yeah, I carried on. And then he was like, it sounds like a film I know. So I was like, oh, yeah. He said, sounds like Ready Player One. So I was like, all oh, right, okay. Um, oh, what's that about? You know, let's just go back to my house and watch it. Because he knew that you have to be quiet during a film. Yeah. And that was the best way to shut me up. But anyway, yeah, I've just been like looking around dabbling, these places. Some yeah, dabbling in. I want to get there early. I want to start looking. About, I want to be, it's like, it's like Mars really, isn't it? It's like finding Mars, being able to go on there and getting there before anyone else yeah. and start setting shit up. Right. So I was there. Mm-hmm. Only thing is quite a lot. I think quite a lot of young kids are there before me. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm well, you're sit- not the first. No, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I'm, but, but then you realise you're surrounded by a lot. Well, there's adults and everyone else there anyway, and this, yep. it's in the fi- like the Horizons bit, this new Facebook stuff. It's really good. Went to watch like an an MMA fight. I watched Two Chains, and it was oh like I'm surrounded by I'd like all see- these Americans that I'd I don't love know. To see you at a Two Chains concert. Yeah, I know because I was like. So, so why is he called Two Chains? <laughs> well, that's what was funny. Oh, it's the Two Chains round, isn't it? That's what you'd be like. Well, what happened actually? I was in there, and there was these guys from Chicago, and these other guy, and this guy with dreadlocks came up to me, and you can do things with your hands where you make like different stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like you can make your hand manipulate your hands. Right. So I'm there, like giving it all this with my my, my avatar. Yeah. Real, real white. Like, as white, white as you can get. Yeah, like proper, like, nerd white dancing. Yeah, yeah, Love yeah, that. yeah. Like, I was, like, pretty white. So, like, your normal dancing. Pretty fly for a white guy yeah, type got guy. it. Anyway, these two guys, I think they tried to bully me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think they thought I was some, like, guy that they could just bully in the metaverse. Oh, the, they li- don't know me. Little did they know. They don't, they don't know I've been here for all five minutes. Oh, so, anyway, came up, went, hey, man, what, what, um... Uh, what signs are you throwing up there? And then the other guy was like, <laughs> and they were real like typical American like bullies. American bullies. Yeah, he went. What, You're what? not welcome around here, punk. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna get Smashville. One came at this side, <laughs> and the other came at this side of me. And he did went, you, what, you, are, what are you throwing up there? <laughs> did you go fuck off over them all? <laughs> so I went, you want me? So he went, what are you? Uh, what, what are the? What are the? What are the gangs? Who are you affiliated to? <laughs> To his friend, like you were getting proper that. mugged off. They there. were trying to mug me off and stuff. So no, no, they were mugging. They were mugging me off. Yeah, just... yeah, right. So, so I just said, I was like, "You what, mate?" So he went, "What are the gang signs you're throwing up?" So, so I didn't really know what to say. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have a funny comeback. But where were you throwing signs at? It was. It was just a dance. It was just like I was just pretending to do the dance, but because it was like proper American like banter, I didn't really have much to come back to. Mm. So I just carried on doing it. Like, oh, you showed them! <laughs> I didn't really have anything to say about it. Did you, did you say anything? Did you respond? I went you... like this, and I went, you want me? So then I just carried on doing it, and then I did the classic thing that, you know, like like a 12-year-old does when he ain't got a comeback. So I just kept going, you want me? You want me? I thought you were like deaf or something for not replying. Yeah, I know. So I just didn't really, I didn't really know what to do. So that was it, and I just thought... It's not for me in here. Do, do anything else in uh, Decentraland? So I ended up, um, there's like a ship you can go on type mm. thing. And you end up in this sort of, um, well, I was on the ship. And I realised that I looked around, I was on my own on the ship. But I seen a load of people, there was like an island in the distance. Yeah. And there was one other person on the ship. And I saw them, they just jumped off and like sort of swam towards this island. So I thought, ah, oh, you can swim. So I just sort of <laughs> jumped off, took the risk. Yeah. And then just sort of floated to the uh, floated to the island, mm-hmm. um, and I got there. And I have to be careful about what I'm saying here because I'm I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it was a strange experience for me. Um, right. Once I got to the island, yeah, there was like a little fire. There was a little like checkers, t- like lots of different stuff, and this this. Avatar thing came towards me, guy or whatever, came towards me and it said, um, something like Def John, right? D E A F. Def as John, yeah, it. yeah. And you can obviously hear the, like, the, um, <laughs> the, uh, c- carry on. Well, obviously, deaf people, they, they can't talk properly a lot of the time if they've been deaf from a young age. No. So, sort of just making the deaf noises at me, um, like, and, and then. I mean, I'm not going to do the noise. I can't do the noise. That's that. I don't just, think it's right. You're not doing. You're not trying. I'm not what, taking the Mickey. I'm just saying. No, but what were you hearing? 
you know, like, like the, the noises. So you I could see the fear on your face. But imagine this, right? So I said, oh, and I didn't really know how to respond because because you can't lip read because they're avatars. Yeah, he sort of starts doing the things with his hands, the the makatono, the 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 language, sign language, sign language. So and this is such a stressful situation for me, right? Because uh, why were you why were you there? Why didn't you just fuck off? Oh, oh, because I'm, it's not it's not not it's, every day you get to see Def John, is it? Well, it's just, it's not just their island, right? He's in Lord of the Flies. I can be there as well, but then I realised I shouldn't be there because once I started saying I'm not, I don't know sign language, obviously you couldn't hear me properly, and then all of a sudden you couldn't lip read. So he's getting angry and angrier, and then all of a sudden, some, out of nowhere, I don't know, like Deaf Boy. George or whatever it said on his thing, another deaf guy came up, and then another one came up, and I realised I was sort of trapped on an island full of these deaf people, and I wasn't supposed to be there because I wasn't deaf, and I think it was like they discovered me. So they knew that you weren't deaf, and... Maybe they were bullies as well. Maybe it's just a place full of bullies, but they were basically then... Turning on me in there because I want. But how did you know the they were crew. turning on you? Well, you can't read sunglasses. Because they were all getting really angry and started trying to what? hit me. And like, so I ran up at was some. Was the noise <laughs> level through the roof? Well, you can imagine a lot of them are making yeah. the same yeah. noises and they're, they're all coming towards <laughs> me. It was, it was it was quite like. Fucking petrified. It was quite intimidating, right? What the fuck? <laughs> Where were you just sat in your living room doing this? Yeah, right. so I've got this headset on, on my own, not able to tell anybody. I'm not pack like... It it's not like I'm not sat next John, to... John, pack it in! If I was sat next to, like, if I had a girlfriend or a wife or whatever, I could turn around to them and be like, fuck, you know, I'm getting attacked by a lot of deaf kids, right? But I couldn't really say that. And, and I think also, if I did turn to somebody, people would be like, that's, that's offensive. And I'd be like, but I'm not being offensive, it's just the situation <laughs> I found myself in. Why the fuck? Hold on a minute. Why the fuck would you be like... With your bird in your house, and you go, oh, laugh, laugh. Well, because that's a relationship, isn't it? Really, if oh, we're babe, sit there and watch me on Deaf Island. Well, that's what happens in relationships, doesn't it? The first few weeks, it's like no, shagging. You've been out of a relationship too long because it's nothing like that. You're not allowed to do anything you want. Hear it, me out and tell me if I'm wrong, right? right this is on. the evolution of a relationship. First few months, shagging all the time, like constant Can't shagging. Stop. Right? Cannot stop fucking each other. Right? Then it gets a little bit more like, oh, let's do something like more worthwhile in our lives. Let's go, I don't know, traveling or on a, uh, you know, to a, let's mm. go on holiday or let's just go to like the local, whatever it is. You start going on these like. You do a little, a little play date, a little adventure. A little adventure days and let's stuff. Let's do a yeah. weekend down in Cornwall and film it for everyone to see. Yeah. Then it's like, why don't you move in with, you know, why don't you stay? It's no point. You, you stay over quite a lot. Why you don't you move in? You're constantly leaving your toothbrush here. And, you, and you as know, a red blooded male, you hear those words and they've asked you, you think we're just going to be shagging all the time. Yeah. I'll go to work. Come on, shaggle time. Got to play football on but Saturday. It's a trap. It's a trap. Once you move in, it's like bang, leg shot. Would you be able to put that washing on? Because I need to do this. Would you be able to do this? Would you be able to do that? And then all of a sudden, slowly but surely, dictatorship. Things start happening where it's not. It's no longer an equal relationship. Yeah. It's well, the first time they shout at you. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, and then uh, unfortunately I shout back, and that's what that's yeah. what ruins it for me because everyone's like, "You're a, you're horrible," and it's like I'm just responding to like <laughs> treat how you want to be treated. Angry is not a primary emotion. No. Um. So uh, yeah, and then eventually, once you're like a year or two in, maybe even less sometimes, you're on a settee scrolling. She's on a settee scrolling. It's the stage I'm at at the moment. And the telly's on. No one's watching the telly. Mate. Everybody's scrolling. So having an headset on is basically exactly the same as having your head stuck into that phone. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you are because I'm at the stage where I go at home and they're just all scrolling on their phones. Granted, I get my phone out now and again, but I'll be like in the kitchen cooking dinner because I'm the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the house cook. Yeah. Um, you want to look at and go, dinner's ready. Like just... Covered in fucking noodle and shit. Yeah. And um, they're just, yeah, there in a minute. Carry on scrolling. And then I start to be like, well, if it's, if it's cold, you, it'll go cold. It's <laughs> like turning into my mum. Yeah. I'm like, if you don't eat, eat all your dinner, finish those vegetables. I'm like, basically, the, just one parent for the whole house. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, um, when you first, you know, when me and, you know, the, my wife got together, it was what you said at the beginning. It's all love and lust. It's all lust. Yeah. And now it's, you know, it's just when you do have sex, you're both just thinking about a different person. Mm. Yeah, she definitely is. <laughs> yeah, as much as people say they're not, they are. Aren't they, Does really? your 
Emily still scrolls whilst we're having sex. Yeah, she's trying to find pictures of Jeff from work so she can remember it. Cause, um, Jeff. Because as, as you get older... Jeff's the name you went with. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff the midwife. Um, <laughs> Here's Jeff. Yeah. So, um, no, it's... Um, I don't know. Like, I think that's going to be the future because people are so locked into this. If you'd have told somebody 20 years ago that they wouldn't that they would be on, I don't know, uh, stuck on their phones just looking at people's holiday photos mm. or whatever it is, pictures of their cat or whatever, people would be like, yeah, maybe for like 15 minutes of my day, max, I've got things to do. That is literally what people do now, isn't yeah, it? And yeah. so now I think in t- five years' time, honestly, it's so like a massive, once you're in there, you're in a completely you're different on, world. Yeah. So I think everybody's just going to be sat with these headsets. Already we're, we're sat in a phone. Do you remember it used It'll to be, be like, don't get too close to the telly, it's bad for your eyes. Now we've got our phones We're strap on, on a... Well, we, we get there. Sorry, on what? We stra- <laughs> strap no, on. then the strap on came out. <laughs> we strap on on, on our heads. Don't now. get close to that telly. <laughs> I've got the strap on out. <laughs> You'll no, get Dad, it. No, Dad, no! You'll get it swift and hard. <laughs> Dad, no, not the whole... <laughs> Mate, it's a bit too strong, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> you basically went on there. But you got bullied by all people. Um, I got bullied by some guys in Chicago. I got. I don't like me in the metaverse because I, I, I'm not. Do you one have to, to get, build your avatar? You can do, but this is a thing in the real world. I'm not one to get bullied. But I think avatar me, like like you metaverse. Just walk all me, over you. I think people walk all over me because I. But do how it. did after you got off it? How did you, how did you feel? Did you put the headset down and go? Fucking hell, that was. Well, you know, like if a kid comes home from school, like Caleb, he's had some issues at school. He comes home and he's like. You can tell he's had a tough day. But did you sit down? First, before you went into the metaverse, you had it all like hunky-dory at home. You got the, you got the heating on, you had your dinner, you got some sweets if you want, and you've got, oh, I might see what's going on. And then you've come out of there, and you've had such a hard time. How did it sit with you? Do you know what it is, mate? And this is, uh, it didn't feel great. And I think, actually, <laughs> really? I'll, t- I'll tell you what it is. No, I, I didn't give a shit because I can just literally take it off and I'm back to, back to the real world. Oh, I don't but, want this anymore! <laughs> throw it out the window. It's just shit! <laughs> um, I think the reason why I've got walked all over in the metaverse is, in the real world, you can turn around and go, shut the fuck up, you silly cunt, right, to somebody, or whatever, or you can you can resort to whatever you resort to, right? But in the metaverse, old Zuckerberg records everything, so you, you have to agree to it be recorded, and if somebody says what you said is offensive, they take the last, like, three minutes or whatever of, of that, situation it's constantly recording and rolling over the top of it and then you get banned you get all these other things i think the whole like fear of being cancelled is and monitored all the time stops you coming out with like funny stuff or like or like getting back at you same as what's happening in the real world whereas the if it was in the real world you wouldn't give a shit what you said but because it's like being watched over by it's weird that's like he's like god then isn't he in a way, yeah. Because then he can control everything. He literally controls everything in there. But imagine that if, like, you were the only one, like, you were banned, and you were off the grid as such. Yeah. You're the real winner. Well, I was saying this to to. It's chat. like when you're excluded from school. I'm at home. Yeah, exactly. I used to love getting suspended. It's like, oh, you're suspended. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, so, I mean, what, I can just four go days meet, off school. Meet up with all my other loser mates who are suspended. Yeah, because <laughs> when I come back in four days, I'll be so much fucking calmer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, thanks for giving me that kick. Four that day break. Oh, I'll come back all refreshed. <laughs> you're getting your fucking head kicked in when I get back. <laughs> God, I'm now going to have to sit on a field with a bottle of White Lightning and 20 Richmond Super Kings. Oh, oh, at the age of nine. Oh, the- fuck! <laughs> this is giving me some time to meditate. <laughs> Have you learned anything? Well, I don't drink too much white lightning. <laughs> oh, you, like you can still get an hangover when you're ten. <laughs> but thanks for having me back. Mate, what, uh, what, honestly, what a combo that was back in the day. I have a t- ten Lambert or ten Richmond Super Kings and a bottle of white lightning. I looked back on it and I thought, what a loser. But at the same time, did what f- a what a great time. Did you feel like a proper legend back then? How much was a pack of ten back then? Two quid. I'll tell you why I know because I had an economy going at school and everybody had an economy. 
in our little group. Mm. Um, what you'd do is you'd wait outside. My mum's going to kill me. She probably knows. Um, she, you had to wait outside Mate, the you're shop. you're 35 now. And, uh, so if your mum flares up, you tell her to pack it in. <laughs> just count down a bit. My mum had um, a go at me like the other week. She's like, don't do that. And I was like, the fuck do you need to do? I did say sorry, mum. I'm a grown-up now. Yeah. Um, no, I'll do it my way. So what you'd do is you'd wait outside shop. You'd go around school. Don't go. Lens 10p, please, mate. Lens 10p, please, mate. Lens 10p. Everybody, you'd like, you'd ask loads of people for 10p. Gradually, you'd build up two quid, right? That's your starting point of your business, right? What? Um, what's it called? Busking. Yeah, basically, if you're getting your money for free, right? You're looking for investors. Exactly, right? This is, this is it. I was, I was, I was on, I was bloody dragging investors, right? Angel investors at that point, right? So you'd build your two quid. Yeah. You'd then go and stand outside shop and you'd say, we're going for me, mate, 10 Lambert. We're going for me, mate, please, 10 Lambert. Until somebody would go in for you for 10 Lambert, right? Get your 10 Lambert. Next day at school, you'd sell each sig for 50p, sometimes a quid to the rich kids or the ones who just didn't really like, they just Is wanted to be cool. Is there rich kids in Hull? Yeah. So you'd want, they'd be like the ones that wanted to be really cool and they were willing to pay a quid for the sig. You could potentially, even if you sold each sig for 50p, You've got 10 there. You've earned a fiver off yeah. that packet. It's two extra packs, isn't it? You've got two extra packs, but you don't get two packs. You get another pack, and then you go and spend the other little bit. Well, I think it's like 90p or a quid for a, bo- a two-litre bottle of white lightning at that time. Fucking hell. Go, I know, that's cheap, mad, isn't it? So you go, you get your bottle of white lightning. That's for your weekend, right? So if you're on field with your mates or whatever, sometimes weekday, right? But you'd go in. That was like, the, at school, Like that was the every week the procedure, wasn't it? You'd start Monday, but like, right, I need beer. I need fags or whatever you're doing. Yeah. I need it by Friday. And you, people think you're going to school to learn. But yeah, you're no. hustling. You were absolutely learning how to run a business. So then every day, you'd get that other packet of cigs, right? So you've got your cider for the weekend. That's been taken out of the equation mm. now. Don't that's worry sorted, about that. Right. And that, that's stashed in a bush somewhere. Mm. That's not up. You don't tell anyone nah, where you've put it. That is stashed in a bush. It's a, let's go to the stash, right? But yeah, you'd only let your closest mates know where the stash is. So then you'd know if they're stealing your product. They, right? they got to get chopped up, chefed yeah. up. Yeah. So then for the next week, you've already got your initial investment for your packet of six. You don't need to ask anybody for money. No more need for any investors, right? You then start selling. You're your own tycoon now. Exactly. Every day you're selling the six, right? Yeah. You can now make double your packs of six each day. So by the end of the week, you've made, what, two packs of... You buy, you're, you're using one pack a day, and you're earning two... So you've got two packs of... Uh, a pack of cigs for every day next week, every five days next week, and you've gone and you've got your other one. So the next week, you double, you, oh. you're you going up. And, and before the, you know it... Before you know got, it, you're buying resin, yeah. and you start... start you've, got, <laughs> you've got your white lining, you've got your ten packs of cigs, you've got bitches all over you. You're the, like, the real cash cow then at school. Yeah, but imagine. none of this like learning fucking geography shit. Yeah, but you, this like any business, you've got um, you've also got competition because all your mates are doing it as well. So you're behind. Let's call it the back of the bike sheds, but it won't. It was like the game shed. So you're there, and you're trying. You're now trying to get your customers. Mm. Everybody's there. You have to get in quick. Do you want to buy? Do you want to buy a cig? Do you want to buy a cig? You have to try and hustle people before you get to the game shed because by the time you got there. You've got four or five kids with a pack, packs of ten, yeah. all trying to sell at the same did, time. Did you did you think about you know? Where you learn marketing? So I've got a real problem at the moment where Theo and Ronnie, like Ronnie, is three in February, and from the age of one to two, or one to just over two, he'd eat really well. So I could like give him like risotto. Or like vegetables, like he's still he he he's like a crackhead for a bunnet of fucking strawberries. Yeah. Now he's been following his bigger brother who just wants like chips and fucking turkey dinosaurs or like I make him scrambled egg with some tomatoes and he's like no no and then you end up caving in because you want him to eat. Yeah. You're like well you can't you got to eat and he's like fish fingers fish fingers like he's crying at the freezer for fish fingers. Yeah. And I'm like you're fucking pathetic, like. You should be, you know, my dad fucking kicked lumps at me for crying at freezer. Yeah. So you end up making them fish fingers and chips, and then you f- you watch them make glug at all this processed food down. I can't get anything else in them, so I'm really struggling with that. I don't know what to do. I'm exactly the same. I think it's Autumn's got her staples that she's always liked, and I'm happy she likes them. She likes her um, cauliflower, not cauliflower, her broccoli, um, cucumbers, mm. sweet corn, and peas. 
and what's the other one? She'll, yeah, those are like veggies. She'll, she'll have it with anything and always eat it. But then now she's gradually... I keep, she keeps saying it to me. Like, she's like, that's a healthy choice, isn't it? Or this is a healthy choice. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should try it. And she's like, I don't think I like it until I'm older, Daddy. So I was like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, you will like it now. Just give it a try. And I keep trying to, like, push her to say... I'll tell you like a little trick, like a secret. If you keep eating things, eventually you start to like them. You just got to keep trying them every time, and just keep trying to try them. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but you shouldn't tell her that. No, because think about what. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Boys are going to say to her. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, first time it hurts. Yeah, I know. To be honest with you. Oh, yeah, that's a sick thought. <laughs> well, that's my fucking goddaughter. Do you want, oh, get out! You know what, though? I am, in a way, I am starting to try and teach her certain things that I never thought about when I was younger until I started watching these, like, parenting videos and stuff. Yeah. And I know, like, sometimes she shouldn't, like, take too much of it to her. Sometimes she'd just be like, chill out. But I did think about it. You know, like, tickling. You know when you tickle someone? Fucking horrible, isn't it? Well, it is horrible, but she... Like, I remember when I was getting tickled and stuff when I was younger, and I'd say, stop, stop, stop. The person would just carry on tickling. Yeah. And But I've realised now that I need to teach her that when somebody says stop, if she says stop, they need... To, I know it's, like, really, like, off the point of tickling and then right. rip, but I do think it's a... How can she see it as a healthy, normal thing to stop if her dad, when he's tickling her... And she says, stop, just carries on. That's like subconsciously teaching somebody that it's okay to carry on when somebody says stop. But at the si- and at first I was like, yeah, that's I a think, bit I think much, it's quite, but... a, yeah, you've gone from tickling to rape. It's quite a big thing. She, no, yeah. but this is, that's, that's my point is it's all about like consent, right? So it's like, uh, and I know this sounds so um, like new agey, worldy, whatever, but I do like, just when she's saying stop, I tickle for a little bit longer, but I don't just like carry on. And that's that's what you've always been like, the girls, don't you? Yeah, no, just, just a little stop. bit longer. <laughs> I said, oh, I'll finish now anyway. I said stop. <laughs> no, oh, I look like a ring done, glazed donut. <laughs> but it's like I do want to teach her that if she says stop about anything, it should be respected. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I know people will sit there and go, "Oh, fucking hell!" Like it's a uh, like it's tickling, like chill out. But it's not just tickling, that's teaching somebody right. that if she says stop, you can just carry on and men can one do of, what they want. One of the best things, you know, what you should get Autumn into is when she's like a couple more years older, seven seven to ten, get her into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, yeah. Because 
I've rolled with a few girls, pardon the pun, and you know, you a, a guy who gets hold of a bird, he's going to outstruck like jiu-jitsu designed for the the small man to beat the big man. Technique yeah. beats power, and you know, someone grabs a girl who knows how to knows Brazilian jiu-jitsu at a good level, has trained quite a few years. The guy's going to get fucking put unconscious. Well, no ifs or buts. I don't know if I need to actually, mate, because her, this is what going back to the food thing. It's like, like the other day, Autumn's gone through a bit of a shift at the moment, right? right? And it's, I was looking into it, and apparently it's like, you know you have the, the terrible twos? Mm. Well, nobody talks about the fucking fours, right? Because <laughs> these, these Oi, are like, Don't I know it? Yeah. I mean, and uh, I've learned that apparently it's because their vocabulary and everything else that is like top draw now and it's much no, better is, yeah but compared to my boys but it's nah you're, you're, you're no it. no i'm not having that you autumn's like fucking throwing out poets and sonnet like doing poems and sonnets i've got ronnie and theo like hello you guys but i think i think girls advance a little bit faster than boys don't they in a lot of things but it's not it's not just but she um but so it's really hard to understand that they don't necessarily apparently they're like part of their brain the hippocampus and all this part of the brain doesn't hasn't developed yet enough to know fully like the difference between right and wrong and all these other like how to like deal with their emotions and their feelings but their their vocabulary makes you think that they do yeah so and a perfect example of it was the other day we were sat and I'd done her some spaghetti hoops on toast mm. healthy um and white bread yeah now I did get her a white and wheat um and then yeah so I sat there. This is a standard thing to do, surely, right? You get the the stuff and you pour it on the top, like beans or whatever it is. You pour on it on toast. top of the toast, yeah. right? So she's eating. She's doing like just watching telly. She's eating it. Everything's normal, and she's been eating it for the past like at least two or three minutes. All of a sudden, high pitched scream, like a really high pitched scream, and. Like I'm like shit. What's what's wrong? Like what's happening? What's what's going on? What's and she's sliding down the chair like crying, and like you know how kids when they just slide yeah. down chairs, and she's like slamming things everywhere and screaming, and I can't get anything out of her. And I'm like, what's what's the matter? What have you done? Have you hurt yourself? What's like what's going on? What's going on? Like I'm running around. Like, I'm help! To... Help! <laughs> my 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 child's broken. She's right? sliding off the chair. <laughs> she's broke. Right. So then. Eventually, she come round back to normality. Still mm. like, <laughs> so I said, "Are you okay? What what's happened? Have you bitten your lip or your tongue or something?" And she went, "Spaghetti hoops on the toast like this," and starts like screaming. I went, "Yeah, yeah." And she was she didn't like it. Apparently, now from now on, she does not like any food touching. Like Ronnie, Ronnie loves watermelon. Yeah, but Fia will only have it. Ronnie will eat through the pips, no fucking worries. Yeah. Crunches away, spits them out. I've seen them come out on the other end. Animal. If there's like a pip, say he's eating this bit, but there's a pip like there, he will have a full-on fucking meltdown that there's a pip there. Instead of using his fucking brain and scraping it off and putting it on the plate, he will go like, he'll just put his hand, he goes and puts his head on the floor and he can put his hand in there. He won't make a noise. And I'm yeah. like, is he fucking dead? And I was like, what's wrong? And he, he goes like, all, you know where they go all limp? And you're like, he's <laughs> yeah. fucking dead. So I'm like, Fia, what's up with you? Get up, what's wrong? And he's like, pip on the face. And I'm like, the pip? He's like, yeah. I was like, do you want me to move it? He's like, yeah. And I move it. And then he's eating the rest of it. And I'm like, fucking hell. You're going to get absolutely destroyed at school. I don't know where. Ronnie's I- like that. No questions. Even I've seen him chewing on the... On the actual end of it, it doesn't <laughs> chew it on the end of it. It's just I don't get what's that. It just happens, doesn't it? I know when the fall, nobody warns you this. Like Mate, she's, no, no one warns you about this stage. The like, toilet habit. Well, Arthur's everyone. Toilets they only won't warn you about. Oh, fucking! When you have a new new boy, yeah. like my wife wants to have another baby, and I'm just like, fuck that. Like it I, can't. Hurt. I'm, I'm sorry, but it can't. Hurt. Because no, like, I don't know <laughs> me, but like the thing is, what she's wanting is the newborn bit. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, is the easiest part. It fucking is. I don't yeah, care what don't anyone do well, says. They just cry. Don't do fuck all. And yeah, you're tired in the night. Yeah, you are. I'm fucking tired now. Mate, listen to us. If we rewound back to our first few episodes where we're like, it's the hardest job in the world. Like, Mate, it's definitely, so yeah. <laughs> but it is. And like, for anyone who's like wanting to have kids or, you know, who's thinking about, 
Get it? It's fucking the hardest thing. Isn't the beginning? It's just new. Does this mean that it gets harder? Parenting fucking gets harder. Right. Do you well, think? Well, think of Caitlin, right? So the boys are four, three, four, four, and nearly three. Like I can't. There's no reasoning with Caleb. I'll be like, "Wait, what's wrong?" And he'll he'll actually be able to have a he'll soul can be like that. And I go, "No, no, no, that's not right. You do it this way." And he's like, "All right, okay." I was like, "From now on, do it that way," and it's done. But with like Ronnie or Fee- Ronnie's the hardest because he mm. is so emotionally charged. He's actually like developed, and I'm not saying it's my fault, but I do the old hands up, get him to box and stuff. Like that. But he's actually been fucking throwing full on punches at like yeah. Caleb and fucking Theo, and I'm like. And it's all from emotion. Like it's not just for fun or anything. It's all because, like, say someone picks up his Hulk toy, he'll yeah. go fucking mental. No, but again, I think that might be part. Of the, I know he's a bit younger, but like that might be part of the stage well because Autumn started getting really aggressive. Like Mate. she, she comes at me trying to punch me, yeah. and she did it the other day. Like she threw her toys at me and said, "You're a stupid." Bum. Right, and I, obviously I tried not to laugh because it's it's quite a. It's that's the thing. If you laugh, that's it. You're fucked. Well, I threw my toys back at her, and she... Oh, you want to throw to you? That's what I did. Like, I, was, I know I need to forget not to raise my voice, because I'm, it's so stupid. I'm telling her not to raise her voice, and then I'm raising Mate, her voice it, back. Yeah, but that, how hard is it? Because I've done the same thing. Like, I used to get shouted at and, like, fucking told, taught a lesson. Yeah. The kids now, like, they've got it easy in that respect. But, like, how are you meant to reason with them? And it's well, infuriation, like... Yeah, I, I've le- I've learnt now, right? So that I've been reading through all these fucking books and everything else like that. And it was saying, and it's quite spot on, really, it was saying, like, we see kids as, like, a, a thing or a problem. When they're kicking off, we see them as, like, a problem. Like, a, like they're throwing a tantrum, this is a problem. Like, And we tie them as, as a problem, like a collective problem. Mm. But say you was having, like, a problem with your wife and... She was doing something and she got a bit cross or whatever, right? Slid off the sofa. Yeah, slid off the sofa and she was like, I fucking hate this coffee or whatever, right? <laughs> and she, You'd actually be like, are you fucking real? If you started shouting at her and saying, you will do what I'm telling you to do or else, you know, else you'll be in trouble or you'll be on the naughty step or you, you know, I'll embarrass you and put you on a step on your own for like for two seconds, uh, two minutes or whatever and all these other ways of doing it, do you think that'd work? No. Of course it wouldn't. And the more you shouted at your wife, the more they'd shout back. So it was like, and I looked at it and I was like, yeah, he's right. Because at first I was like, no, that's not showing them boundaries and that's not showing them that who's in charge and blah, blah, blah. But they were saying, what you all you're creating is an environment where there's someone who's dominating and somebody who's subservient and you just... You're just showing somebody, you do whatever I tell you to do because I shout loudest, I'm scarier, I'm this, that, the other. Whereas actually what you need to do, even though it's probably won't work necessarily, is just help them understand why they're frustrated because they don't know. Obviously they're angry because they're frustrated, but they're not, their brain aren't developed enough to understand it. So you say say that to them, like your brain's not developed enough, you're thick as shit. No, but you you say to them, like, look, I... I understand you're frustrated. I can see you're frustrated, and you're frustrated because. And then you tell them why they're frustrated. Honestly, mate, it worked so much but if better. If I say that to Ronnie, he just he doesn't have any of that. So like, put him on the naughty step. We don't do that anymore because he just wets himself deliberately. Yeah. He's not even, and he'll sit there in pissy pants. And in part of me, he's like, oh, I'll just leave him there. But you can't leave you. You know, no. when you got, you can't leave him. Do in you there. do the one, two, three thing? Because that well, works one, instantly. Two, three. Nah, honestly, all you have to do is be, and it's like they instantly know it. Like it's built into them. All you have to, I mean, I've never taught Autumn what happens if she didn't like do it after three seconds. What do you do if she let it go? Then what are you gonna do? She actually, she did not do it once, mm. and then I panicked and I didn't really know what to do, and I shouted. <laughs> but they, they, like, I'll say to her, "You've got three seconds to make sure this is done, right?" And again, this was before I started to understand the whole like speaking to them like they're an actual human being uh, and I said you've got three seconds else you'll be in lots of trouble and I was like one two and then she's like alright and then starts like going to do it but then I I get tempted by that because I'm like don't you speak to daddy like, and then I start another argument yeah, I'm mate, so argumentative I know I was brought up like you literally couldn't like he had they were the people who set the rules yeah and you had to live in them boundaries and if I, like, for example, if I was like, all right, I'll do it. If I said, like, all right, yeah. I'd, be, I'd get clipped around the ear. But then that's because we're forgetting that they're four years old. Like, I know, just... you're having full-on argument. Yeah. And then, like, my wife will come in from work, and I'll have, like, a fucking moan about how shit the kids have been for half an hour. Yeah. And I'll be saying this thing, and she'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she'll go, 
He's fucking three, he's three years old. Yeah. And where, I'm like, where that's because, you, do you know? Do you ever find yourself, like, look back go, I'm arguing yeah. with a person that's been on the planet for three years. Do you know what, though? It's not our fault because... It's their fault. They've, they, because, yeah, like, I've got trainers that are older than like, Autumn, yeah. but they, they, it's because... You've you know, got a sock under your bed that's older than Autumn. <laughs> Christy. Um, <laughs> there's a... When, apparently, you get, like, childhood amnesia, right, where you don't really remember things from seven backwards. So you you very rarely remember. You remember little clips of it, tiny little bits. But from about seven onwards, by the time you get to our age, yeah. you don't remember Adley any of it. I remember, like, my going back to that quick was exactly what you said. Like, I don't remember full bits, but I remember, yeah. and I think I've talked about this before, realising that my, like, fucking mum was pimping me out. Yeah. It was, like, the old guy next door, Sid. Yeah, he was, yeah. like, 80 at the time. And I must have been, like, fucking two. And I used to wash his car in, like, bright red wellies. And, like, my mum would just be in the house. Like, yeah. And I'd be out there with this, like, eight-year-old man just watching me wash his car. Well, this is the thing, right? You only really he remember... fucking touched me. Really, really happy events. Or really traumatic events. Definitely it's traumatic. traumatic. I reckon I've been bummed up against that car. Yeah, right? So, if you think about it, you're telling that child off with the discipline that you remember, right? Which is probably about seven onwards, probably more like 10 years old. Yeah. So you're telling the child off as if they're a 10-year-old because you're, you're remembering how you were told off. But you're, you're remembering being told off at like 10. So we're, we're trying to now yeah. tell a, a four-year-old off as if they're a 10-year-old. So it's not our fault. It's just we can't remember how we were it's like... Fucking hard, isn't it? This has all come from two dickheads meeting at uni, right? Yeah. Didn't have a fucking clue what we were doing there, but we just weren't wanted at home. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you go to uni? All right, and then look what's happened. Look at us! And uh, Look at us! <laughs> Who'd have thought it? Look at us. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? Mate, we're the fucking boys. But what I was going to say is, um, obviously, you know, we, we've talked about a couple of things, and we've got loads of episodes coming up, Pipeline, we've got videos coming out. But before we wrap up the episode, I just want to talk to you about, obviously, podcast. Yeah. You know, this podcast has really stemmed from mine and your struggles. Yeah. And I was thinking about when you were talking about the metaverse sort of thing. Right. right. Do you reckon it's... Because I've thought it might be like a gateway for people who don't go out, who have their anxieties and stuff like that, or like depressed about certain things... And they stay at home. And when you're at home on your own and you haven't got anything to keep yourself, you know, preoccupied, keep your brain working, yeah. you become your own demon. Do you reckon it's a friend or foe Mate, in that respect? That exact thing happened. So when we were in that, there's like a lobby where you all stand and chat and talk and stuff. And there was everybody in there was quite new to it all. I think it's only been running for a little bit. And they were all talking about it. It's like, wow. And everybody was like trying stuff out. And it's like, wow. So my eyes are moving when I'm really moving them in real life. And they were like, yeah. And then they were like, you could smile. You could do all these things. And people were saying, oh, it's really cool that you can just um, like chat to people. And we're just talking. And we'd never met before. And it's really, really good. And so just talking about all this. And out of nowhere, this sort of kid popped up next to us. I don't know. He must have been like a teenager or maybe a bit older. I don't know. But he just out of nowhere popped into the conversation, and he was he he said, uh, and he sort of like put his head in. It was like imagine like a circle of people talking. And he was like, and it's also quite good for people who have um, like social anxiety who have found it difficult to talk in in real life. It's good. And then I sort of turned to him, started talking to him a little bit, and he was like, yeah, I find like I've got a lot more confidence here because I'm behind a. Uh, you know, I'm creating an avatar, yeah. Yeah, an avatar, and that it, it allows me to talk and chat to people, whereas I wouldn't do in real life. I'd, I'd uh, even well, leave judged mouth. on like your personality, not how you look. Yeah, yeah, and I thought about it, and in a way, it's good. I mean, it's not healthy in the terms of that you don't have that, but you know, in the real world. But at the same time, it's got to be much better than sitting on your yeah. own at home, not being able to talk to anyone, and being more and more you know, mental health suffering more and more because he's so secluded yeah. and isolated. There, he's literally, it's so realistic, like you're talking as a person, moving your hands, doing everything else, that you are effectively, like, talking to people in the real world. So, But well, they're just not there. If, you know, like you say, or what I was saying before is, like, my struggles with mental health is, like, I've always been, like, the bloke out and about loud, stuff like that. But when I was depressed and going through, like 
this just fucking horrible thing and I had no no real clue and no real answer because they say it's you only start to notice it when you're 90% of the way if you know yeah. what I mean and I was like thinking you know depressed and I don't want to be here anymore and like that sort of stuff but when I was at home and I had no one around that's when it all came like tumbling down so suppose if like people have got that opportunity that avenue yeah to like go and speak maybe if it's like good or not but like you say you've got to look after yourself and you? you've got to try and put yourself first exactly i mean we're no we're, i mean we're nowhere near um you know medical professionals when it comes to anything well, like this but but you say you're not but i'm gonna be <laughs> honest doctor, it says different but my uh my for my one year at southampton Solent <laughs> uni studying the b-tech sport uh, uh, sports coaching well there you go but at least we can at least point people in a direction if they don't know it already and and promote things and yeah. you know stuff like that and it's we want to just try and remain positive when it comes positivity is a big key yeah. but matt i want to say thank you for taking out the time of your day to put on that fun fantastic jacket thank and you. um that's that sweat what is that it's corduroy course it is <laughs> thanks for everyone for paying attention to us um <laughs> take that out thanks for everyone for listening to uh, another episode of lads and dads um like i said before please like and subscribe um and yeah comments Give us messages. We're happy to interact with you guys. And um, I've been Ben. And this is... Matt Mercury. (laughs) Take care, guys.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.